You are listening to the podcast Tea and Talk, presented to inform, educate, inspire, and encourage meaningful conversations on Bahamian arts and culture. My name is Robert Bain, dancer, teacher, choreographer, and someone who believes in the preservation of all things Bahamian. I am sitting down with persons of like mind to discuss the Bahamian perspective on the arts and the Bahamian way. Now, let's welcome our guest. Hi, I'm Robert Bain and welcome to Tea and Talk, a podcast geared towards establishing a dialogue on arts and culture in the Bahamas. With this podcast, I want to give the artists a much needed space to freely express themselves by discussing issues pertinent to cultural development. On this episode of Tea and Talk, I'm going to continue my discussion with Bahamian musician, composer, and cultural icon, Fred Ferguson, where we discuss many nuances of our present day attitude and the lack of interest in what can be a game changer for our country. Gombe, Gombe is an interesting choice. And I, I, I told you, I have a cousin, uh, God rest his soul, uh, Frank Penn. Of course. Right. Uh, on a cultural perspective, I would like to have his 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 uh, brother come in, um, Clement. Clement, yeah. And we'll talk uh, talk to him. Uh, but a couple of years ago, uh, Frank was very much into cultural yeah, cultural course. things, and people thought he was crazy. No, no, no. Frank, Frank, uh, and he didn't only um, he was not only involved in whatever you say cultural, but he established his own studio. His own studio, and he recorded a lot of some of the popular songs we knew back in the day. Absolutely. You know, um, but he started it. Um, he started it, and I, I, um, my brother, I I look forward to the day when somebody can will will wake up and 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 see the importance of everything that we that we've been talking about over the years. I mean, there's Fred. There's so much that have happened over uh, the years. Things that people don't really know. Uh, many many years ago, and when I first came into Nassau in the eighties. Uh, I heard about a guy uh, um, by the name of Dr. Paul Schaefer. Mm-hmm. Um, That's correct. Uh, who came? Who came? Who was? Who came here uh, under the auspices of I think UNESCO or something like that? And he wrote this cultural policy. Cultural policy. He surely did. And and uh, if I can say that's here we are again. Before I answer that question, I said to some of the organizers from the 50th anniversary who were planning it, and I said, maybe we should take the approach and make here 50-year one. Let's say we did that for his 50. We already do that in. Mm-hmm. Let's make here 50-year one and, and do some things, foundational things that's bipartisan, that, that, that um, will not get lost in the electoral process. Because what's been happening is the moment you start a thing, five years, the, the, the administration changes, and then whatever you started, go back to zero. So if you make... If we make here 50 year one, then we could start to, to implement something from one of those cultural policies that we have. Because he did it. I remember the Honorable Fred Mitchell would have been involved in one. Nicolette Bethel and I did one. And then there's probably four cultural policies of there that none have been implemented. Wow. Jeez. 
I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. And, and, the pol- and the policies will say the same things that we're talking about now. Yes. You know, establishing your music, determining you know, what makes us uniquely different from Barbados and Trinidad. And like I said earlier, you go, someone walks in here from Harbor Island, you know they're from Harbor Island. Right. Just when they open their mouth. Yeah. And someone come from Auckland, be this, you know they're from Auckland. So that all those have different meaning to me. Why, why does it? Governor Sahaba person sound different than a Palmetto Point person and only a road divides them. Right. That's culture to me. Culture. And, and cultural policy, if you determine that, that there's going to be, um, like Barbados has their National Cultural Foundation, that'll be a, a, a department uh, um, attached to the Ministry of Culture that's funded to research this stuff. And it's mm-hmm. been done before, because I research, I've been sent on research, Ronald Sims and I traveled the entire country. We pass all that stuff in to the administration, administration change, no one can find it. <laughs> you know, Charles Carter and, mm-hmm. and the late Winston, both of them late now, Winston Sanders were chairpersons of another cultural committee. We met for weeks, months, all the big names were on this, Jackson and KB and everybody you could think about met twice a week. We submitted to the government. Charles and Winston are dead now. Nobody could find none of that stuff we did. Yeah. That's well. We need to stop that. We need to. Uh, it's, it seems like I don't know if you call it a generational curse in this <laughs> in this instant because we see. You know, I I have this philosophy. I I normally um, 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 say things about um, things that happen in the country. Uh, for example, I've been with the National Dance Company for the past thirty years. This year, make the thirtieth year of the National Dance Company. Mm. Right. Um, I have my opinions of things, but I National Dance Company has existed for thirty years, and 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 through thanks to government, the government has assisted the National Dance Company. I think they could do more. Yeah, of course. All right. Um, what the government supports gives the National Dance Company is public knowledge. You know, that's you know, and we try to use it uh, to to better the kids. But we have lasted for thirty years, and a lot of things that happen in this country don't last. Yeah. Uh, I have this thing, I always say, you know, one thing in the Bahamas, you start something, you count 10 backwards and it finish it over. It's it done. It don't exist no no more and we need to stop that. It needs it need to stop that. The youth choir existing still, um, Mr. Ali has passed on, God rest his soul, but it has continued. Dexter, uh, 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 Fernandez continued, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, things, and the choir is almost 40 years old. I have, I have my reservations with the title national, though, placed on your entity and the yes. choir and so forth Absolutely. because it's Nassau-centric. Yes. And, and and even when Cleophus was alive, I said the same thing. I figured that, I, I don't I, my, both of my parents were teachers, and I remember in the summer they used to have to come to Nassau to do some kind of training courses or mm. something for the mm-hmm. for the fall for the year coming up. And so I imagine that music teachers come to Nassau, they should be given a curriculum of songs for the National Youth Choir. Well, um, unfortunately, you know, Fred, as we speak, there ain't much curriculum being right. Okay, even for my for my area. Yes. All right. Um, the national company, I can and I can, let me defend myself on that on that part with the national company. Uh, uh, early earlier with the national dance company, I had dancers coming in from the island mm-hmm. because I think the national dance company should have a representative 
from every island of this country. That's the only way it's national. And so I did that for, for years. Even when we traveled, when, when the company traveled, we always took members uh, along with us from the different islands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it started out with this little girl, this girl named Shara Goldsmith. It started with her and then the other, and then it started to more kids. Uh, we even had somebody from Abaco. Um, um, so we tried as best, and we tried to reach out to find out who. Mm-hmm. The problem is we couldn't find students who could function at, at a national level, at a national dance level. And then we tried summer workshops, right. which we gave free classes to try and get, you know. So uh, we have tried in that, in that instance. And I, and I completely agree, to, uh, agree with you. A national company um, of any sort should represent. Yeah, all of it. And, and part, of, part of our downfall, though, Robert, is we an archipelago div- divided so many islands. Like right. you said, if we were all one landmass, like Trinidad is or how Barbados is, you, right. you can manage it better. Absolutely. But I'm just still saying though, if it's in the if it's important to the country, they'll find a way to make it happen. If you are the overseer, one of a better word, of the national youth choir, then you should be funded to travel to these different islands and make sure that the better ones from them are given the opportunity to do what here. Okay, you know, there's there, there's more into that, and, and that and that is a great idea. Um, it's a great idea. The thing the thing is, there is no facility in place to accommodate accommodate that. You remember back All in the pieces. You remember back in in the the sixties, seventies, they had the eleven plus exams yeah, and all this stuff, and and if you did really well in Grand National, Bahama, National, um, you can say the. Scholarship, right? The scholar, right? Yeah. And you'll come in, in a yeah. Queen's College or a government high or yeah. some other school. Uh, 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 my Grammy didn't want me to come to Nassau, yeah. <laughs> so, but um, but they 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 had a structure and that worked. So uh, if you came to Nassau, you would you would have stayed at Queen's College Hostel. I, mean, I did, I did that uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. So. We need um, that sort of, of infrastructure, uh, and there's, there are lots of pieces. And so I just hope that um, by doing this program and having, and having a conversation, yes. um, unimpeded conversation, yes, sir. Uh, I'm sure there's still things that we are just holding back to say for the fact that I can publish this. this yeah, right? Well, we can't say all in one second. We've got to come back and do more. We've got to come back and we've got to do more, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, um, so, but... Um, this is, like I say, this is important. Um, we, um, the artists, us, we need our own space. Yes. And, um, and so anybody else that wish to do this, the more the merrier, mm-hmm. because it has to get out there. Uh, Bahamians uh, need to be educated. It's, 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 uh, it's kind of off-putting when a student don't know who Ella Pinlin is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh, it just it just puts a hole in me. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so it tells me that we're not doing our job. Somebody is not doing their job. And so we need to... People need to hear us. And this is a great platform. And this is, this is episode one, I agree. And so now this is planting the seed for people that come after this that I'm saying to them, don't be afraid to express what you want to express. Because... Um, Yesterday, I was somewhere just walking, coming out of a restaurant, and a guy stopped me. He goes, Fred Ferguson, right? I said, yes, sir. He said, let me let you know, people are watching and listening. I've heard your music. And, and I was like kind of flattered by oh, all bro. that. Oh, bro. Oh, not music. Yeah. 
I love the Beethoven oh, thing, man. Yeah, that's exactly the song he was talking about. I love it. I appreciate it. I love it, and, man. And, and, I, 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 I bought it. Yeah. Uh, I got it. And <laughs> drink, drink a fifth. Drink a fifth. Of Beethoven. You all need to go and buy that. Yeah, Seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, you get no hangover when you drink that fifth. Listen, Beethoven must be doing it himself. He he, he got in the Junkanoo rush of his life. Junkanoo fifth of Beethoven. So the guy kind of flattered me with that. And it just said to me that we have to, we have to talk truth. Continue to speak truth, and um, people are listening. And um, you know, the, the politicians are—they are a big part of our problem. Um, they act the moment they become sworn in. They act like they know everything about our profession. All of the ministers of culture in my lifetime really had no connection to what we do. No. Um, bless their heart. I mean, they've been given ministries, but their more focus has always been someplace else. Yeah. You know, um, most the majority of them. They see culture, the arts, <clears throat> pardon me, they see the arts as junk canoe. You yeah. know, Charlie Maynard was a carbell shaker, and so was Danny Johnson, and so yeah. was Neville Wisdom, you know. Yeah. Um, the present minister, his, his calling is sports. So we, we have never had a person who have their fingernails in the soil, so to speak, to lead that department. And yeah. I think that's part of our downfall. Yeah, we need, uh, and I think we need somebody who'll just get up in their underwear and go and say what they have to say and, and don't care if the and public. just fix it, it man. Fix it. I mean, at least, you know, if, even if you have to report to the public, if you say these things and they could understand, listen, we don't, the National Arts Festival, we send people around the country every year and we never know who wins. Mm, that's sad. That's they never sad. tell us who wins, right? That's so sad. if they don't tell us who wins, and if the, if the new minister come and says, this is what we're going to do, all winners are going to have scholarships or whatever, and then do it. I'm sure the Bahamian public, the same way the guy said to me yesterday, be listening and watching, they're also watching to see what our government is doing for the arts. Well, uh, it, I don't know who we, we need to, um, I don't know what we're going to do, but we have to continue to, uh, to push. And so this is my little way of, of doing it. Um, um, it, it just took a lot. I'm not a person that speak like this. You, you, you just had enough, you know. And uh, so <laughs> yeah, like I, I've basically had enough. Yeah, we had enough. And man. and so um, uh, uh, people need to speak. And I, I I every time somebody comes into this space, I would like for them to speak their heart because it is important. People need to know their heart because it's uh it's it's about us. It's yeah. about the future. Uh, uh, um, it's about livelihood is how we eat yep. pay our bills yep. Yep. Um, so you know so this people need to know and if it and if it could affect change then we need to do it and we need to need to have more persons trying to uh, doing the same thing yeah. I think the idea of a podcast is it's, it's amazing and Fred man it's been like uh, amazing to have I, you man, uh, sitting like, down I'm, here I'm honored that I am the first person you, you, this you, is history you're the first man what a sick dread is correct but I don't know what, what else to say but I, I hope like we can get together again listen the bottom um, line is here bro I, if, I, if I've not said anything more than this first of all like I said I'm honored that I'm here but you know when we first started when we first got in this industry, we had white beard. I mean, we had black beards. Oh. Now we have white beards. <laughs> Isn't that something? So we've been fighting all the years at a color change. But if I, if I didn't say anything more than I just uh, prove what you're doing. For, let's, look, let's look at technology. We couldn't do this 20 years ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, this is, you don't even have to get a radio show. You just put this on the internet and send it out. Send it out. That's so, right. I mean, look at the progress we made. But the bottom line is what you're doing is noble. 
is necessary and I'm setting the pace that anyone that comes behind me do not be afraid to say what you got to say what's the worst could happen absolutely you know you just make push tea and eat corn and whatever you still be able to live yeah. but this is our country and if we don't stand up for it you know I, I just wish to, if the government or the administration we keep we keep um, confusing government and administration our government is determined by our constitution right the administration's affected and make changes to that. So if if the administrations will determine what it is that they really want us to be as Bahamians, and then we'll do it. If they say we're not going to be rake and scrape or gombe is not going to be our music, say that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just write it down and let's do what we can do. We can, we can name the music Boogaloo, fine. This is what Boogaloo is. But you can't leave the boundaries continually elastic. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, that leaves room for argument. That's right. why every year after Junkanoo, you hear they rob us because the rules really don't apply all right. the way across. Right. So if, if the fact that I'm here on this first one, the main thing I'm saying to those following and those listening, do not be afraid to speak your truth. That is the only way you're going to get someone to believe that you believe what you're talking about. And in some small way, it will affect some change. Absolutely. Man, Fred, hey, that's well said. Appreciate you, I, my brother. I appreciate you, uh, but um, just one one question. I think somebody used this uh, asked this question at the end end of a show uh, they used to do. I think it was Keith Wisdom. Eh? Uh, he always asked the question um, to you: What is Bahamian? Bahamian. <laughs> I, I did I did an, an interview with a, radio, a Dutch radio station, and 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 the guy asked me, you know, how I'd like to if if I have to leave this plane or die now, how I'd, how I'd like to go. And we were sitting on the beach and I said I wanted like two big bungy gals, one on each thigh and, and <laughs> sky juice in one hand, you know, or whatever. So I ain't saying that in this podcast, but um, Bahamian to me is more than just being born here. Being Bahamian is, my soul is connected to this geographical location. Everything about me is because I was born here, but it's not only because I was born here. Right. Uh, um, the fact that I have the ability to speak in this dialect, the fact that no matter how educated a musician come from Berkeley College of Music, he can't play Rick and Scrape better than me. <laughs> Amen. Because because I am Bahamian. That's right. So so uh, um, the, the 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 Jamaican person could cook rice and peas all they want. But they can't cook peas and rice better than they can. There you go. So all of these pieces, these small, these things we take for granted, is what makes me and separates me from everybody else and makes me proudly Bahamian. And when I dead, I want them fry me in the particles and sprinkle me over Ackland. There you go, brother. But before that, then I want a big bungy gal on the left eye and a big bungy gal on the right. I got you, man. Boy, this has been amazing, man. I, I, I am, I'm, I'm so encouraged right now, man. Yes, thank, you're doing a good thing, brother. You're doing a good thing. For, thank you for the encouragement. And I appreciate the, the bush tea, too, the, the, the fever grass tea. Uh, <laughs> next time we'll talk about, <laughs> we'll talk about the, the benefits of all the, the, the fever grass tea. Yeah, my brother. Man, this has been amazing. Let's do it. Let's keep doing it. Thank you, Fred. You got it. Appreciate it. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations.